Is security embedded in the culture of your organization? If not, you're not alone. Justin Somany is Chief Information Security Officer of the Internet company Yahoo, and he just completed a survey of fellow CISOs on their attitudes toward information security, and he found that 8 of 10 CISOs feel culture change is the most important factor in implementing information security, yet two-thirds of the respondents felt their companies did not have a culture of security. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be joined by Justin Somany. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. I appreciate it. First off, what motivated you to conduct the survey? I took a look at a lot of the surveys that were out there and saw that they really focused on the threat as opposed to how we manage security within our environments and really wanted to get an understanding of that particular point and maybe glean off some areas that we could improve upon. What did you find about a culture of security within various organizations? One, that there was a good alignment in regards to the concerns and the understanding at the upper levels of a company. However, that kind of waned as it went down the ranks to the individual contributors. That pretty much aligned with the focus of attention that most security organizations do by reporting metrics, uh, having one-on-one conversations at the higher levels, but they did not consistently have town halls or public discussions with the company as a whole in regards to what the security issue was or what the plan was to remediate the findings that they had or that they discovered. Why do you suspect they don't have the town halls and other efforts to communicate with others than the top than the top executives? Yeah, I think it's a common practice of making sure that the leaders of the company are well-informed, understand what the issues are, understand what the progress is, get their buy-in and support in order to drive the initiatives. Uh, It's a very key and important piece of how we do our job, which that unto itself takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. I think that the lack of focus on individuals across the company is not a conscious effort to not do that, but more of a byproduct of maybe perhaps lack of time, a comfort and feeling that since the leaders of the company are on board, there's not a significant necessity to go to everybody else in the company or could very well be other means. So I think it's not a active thought to not necessarily communicate out to them as much, but merely a byproduct of their actions. And what are the consequences of not communicating to the vast majority of people within an organization? Well, as we know, security is as strong as its weakest link, as well as a good portion of security is the behaviors of individuals within our company, as opposed to the technical controls. As a result of not necessarily having that ongoing and active discussion and dialogue with them, we don't really support or create a culture of security across the company. And as a result, the individual employees throughout the organization have a tendency to either develop or maintain their bad habits that they've always had. And as a result, perpetuating the insecurity within organizations, whether that is not protecting their personal devices or their computers or their phones that they have, sharing passwords, all the way down to development coding practices because individuals are not focusing on security as part of their function or their DNA as they live in their corporate space. Perhaps this is an obvious question and one maybe I should have asked at the beginning, but how would you define a culture of security? 
that's actually a very difficult thing to answer, and it changes. As we look from organization to organization, the definition of what is secure could very well change. However, for me personally, I would say that a culture has security part of the DNA when they stop, think, and then act and they think around the security implications. If there is a tingling of concern or question, they reach out. They're very proactive in communicating with the security organization to vet out whatever concern that they have. But the security is not embedded solely within the information security team, but across individuals throughout the company, almost every individual in the company is actively thinking about what they do on a day-to-day basis and putting security into that context to ensure that it doesn't place the company at risk. Is it the role of the CISO to promote this and be the chief champion of this within the organization, this culture of security, or should it be higher up in the organization? No, I I actually firmly believe that the head of security, whether they maintain the CISO moniker or not, really serves multiple objectives. One of them is driving a culture of security within the company, and that's at all levels. Another one is driving a strategy of security and ensuring that the implementations and products and controls are appropriately in place. And then three, that the ongoing life of the company has a efficacy or an assurance level that the living, breathing function of the company is constantly reevaluating its security stance to update that number num- point number two, which is that security strategy. But there's no question about it. I think the head of security owns, needs to drive the culture of security change. When you talk about developing this culture, is it more than the security awareness programs you often hear about, the good computer hygiene I believe so. I think when we give web-based training, it's very good at teaching what, but not necessarily why. And and to that point, when we want to have individuals understand why we want to implement security, we have a tendency that we, uh, human behavior, we need to reiterate that point multiple times before it's put in. Second, we need to drive data and metrics and, and, and reality examples to substantiate the claims that we're making in which these threats actually exist, to why we are doing this because these attacks actually happen, and let me produce the data and show you. To a great degree, we need to enroll emotionally the individuals across the company into the problem that we see in order to get their support in implementing the control that we want to do. And that act alone is significantly greater than what we typically see in user awareness campaigns, which is very much, I'm going to teach you what to do, but not necessarily about why. We have a lot of CISOs and other IT security managers listening to this. What would you say the first few steps they should do to help create this culture? I think the first thing to do is to get with your corporate communications team as well as HR, talk about the intent, and really solicit their help in developing a corporate communication plan. I've done that, and it has been invaluable in getting the feedback of people who really focus on how to change behavior and how to change cultures as opposed to just trying to do it myself and and work my way through it. I think that is probably the most beneficial value-add first act that I could recommend or suggest. When you looked over the survey, at least in this area of culture, anything surprised you? 
There were a couple of things, aside from the focus of our attention as well as the reactions that we get. One first thing that was not greatly surprising, but really substantiated a feeling and impression that I had is we have a lot of ongoing conversations around the advanced persistent threat or targeted attacks. But is that something that we are really focusing on or feel that we should focus on from a general perspective uh, as establishing the security level of the company? And the feedback was no. So when given multiple options as far as malware, compliance, state-sponsored attacks, state-sponsored sabotage, corporate espionage, and there's a couple of others in there, state-sponsored attacks were at the bottom as opposed to at the top, which were the malware threats as well as compliance adherence. Those were very much at the top. Second to that was the conversation of establishing that level of security and is it being done with the executives of the company and providing that solicitation. That surprised me. I did not expect such a significant number of CISOs having an active discussion with their CEOs or board members for that matter of what that level should be. That's a very strong positive sign in my mind that there's an ongoing dialogue, a healthy dialogue in regards to what is the correct level of security that we should implement versus the security organization themselves just taking a stab at the dark. Anything else you like that? The feedback that I've gotten really drove home a deep desire for practitioners across the industry to have this conversation to share this type of information so that we can all benefit. And that is something that was gratifying unto itself in order to say, I think the industry is getting a lot healthier than we ever have been before. And to facilitate discussions like this, to be open and honest about some of these issues that we're having, as well as being open to the feedback and comments of others, is a real positive sign that we're moving in the right direction. So I guess when it comes to IT security, everything is not so dire all the time. No, I'd have to agree with that statement. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. I've been speaking with Yahoo CISO Justin Samani about his survey on IT security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.